Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Bedrosian throws to Sandberg and the pitch is grounded to second base. Thompson has it. Throws to first. It's over. 27 years of waiting have come to an end. The Giants have won the pennant. Brad, we are back. This is an impromptu show here. We didn't think we were going to come back so soon. No. But we had to because of the news that Buster Posey retired today. Uh, announcement came out last night. I think Andrew Baggerly with the scoop. You can even see why it's so impromptu. I don't even have my giant stuff on. I'm wearing my Warriors gear. Yeah, exactly. I got my Beatles stuff on. <laughs> but I did. I had a hat laying here. So I was like, oh, I'll throw that on real quick. Yeah. Um, so just give me your thoughts on like, when you heard this new, I mean, I shared it with you uh, when it happened. Like, what was your initial thought when we yeah. heard about Buster Posey? You know, my my initial thought was because I had actually kind of this crossed my mind. I think we one of our shows that we did it kind of crossed my mind a little bit uh, uh, in the off season um, because we knew 2019 Buster, we knew um, you know hiatus Buster from 2020. We didn't have the full idea of what 2021 buster was going to be um so so those thoughts waned tremendously as the season went on i thought oh okay now they're going to pick up his his option he's going to play another year at 22 and maybe that'll be it at that point um then came the 107 win season, the playoffs, and he's looking at this team going, wow, this is a great team. This is a great uh, setup we have here with Farhan, with uh, Kapler. And uh, and so completely blindsided. What what I went into with the season thinking, well, it's possible it could be his last, and then ended the season going, there's no possible way. And then it happened, just being completely blindsided. Um, I initially was sad, but I thought, you know, I'm looking at the, the the tail end, the back end of my career. I have nine years left until I get to walk away into the sunset. And I'm yeah. thinking, you know, in those nine years, my kids are going to be in their 20s. Um, he has the opportunity now to, and, and again, uni- unique job. I mean, uh, our jobs are a little bit different, but a unique job position where he's been able to make tons of money, uh, do what he's dreamt of doing, Um and now at 34 years old, gets to spend time with his children who are all very, very young. And and and, and uh, what a great opportunity for yeah. such a, a great person. Yeah. So the major themes coming out of this press conference, and, and I'll go over some of the quotes. I uh, We tweeted them on our uh, Thompson to Clark Twitter feed. Um, faith w- w- was v- seemed to be very relevant in, in this decision. He mentioned all the things that are important to him, faith. In family were were one and two. Obviously, what you just said mm. with his family and the kids. Um, he also mentioned the pandemic. Possibly, he didn't think that it was the reason, but it gave him a little bit of perspective, right? Because just what you're talking about, we're going through this global pandemic, and people are 
getting sick and you know he they had to really think about their their twins in in this moment like he had to put his family over his career in that moment the other thing he mentioned was uh pain tolerance essentially like this he didn't he didn't really double down on this but he said that uh you know he he wants to have these years with his family where he doesn't have to i took it as in order to get him to play at a high level, it it is a it is a very painful thing on his body that probably doesn't allow him to randomly just run around and goof <laughs> off with his kids, right? So th- yeah. those are some those are some big themes. Um, it he, I I was I wasn't frustrated because obviously, like you said, this is a great opportunity for him, but as a fan. We were waiting for the one thing that gave us a little bit of like, okay, we get it. Okay, we get it. And, and yeah. you know, so we're so involved in this thing. Like, you know, when when he says family, we go, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you have like six, like how many months off do you have? You know, where, where we have to work like every Like, so I get, you know, I'm not blaming him for that. But there yeah. wasn't that like one thing where it was like, well, it was because of X, and this is why I have to retire. It was just a culmination of, of a bunch of things. And, you know, I sort of go back to 2011 when he got trucked at home plate and think about, you know, he didn't even take a full year off, right? Like that yeah. was early in the season, but he was right back at the beginning. You know, imagine the rehab that he had to put into, into his body and then the hip thing now. Um, it almost seemed like this 2021 season, which he said was not, did not persuade him in any way. The success that he had in 2021 was, did not change his mind in any way. He didn't waver in his decision, but it was almost like because he was able to play at that high level, he didn't have to question it anymore. And that almost gave him a sense of peace is what I took away from that statement. Yeah, absolutely. And and I wondered that too when he announced the retirement yesterday. I, I wondered if that had a lot to play into it. Is that okay? And again, like I talked about it before, we had 2018, 19, 20 hiatus buster. And then he comes back and has the buster posiest years of, uh, you know, year that he can possibly have. Um, and that was kind of like a, Cool. Now I can ride off into the sunset. Now I could, I mean, he's accomplished so much in his career. There are not many players that have accomplished the things that he has done. I mean, the splash screen you had up at the beginning of this podcast, Mm -hmm. it tells you everything you need to know. I mean, the accolades, the, the three titles, the three no hitters. I was looking that up again today. And I I think I looked that up at the beginning of the season. If he would have caught one more no hitter during the season, um, he would have been tied for the uh, for the league uh, lead and uh, or I guess major major league history for most no hitters caught by a catcher um, and, and a per- perfect game another gold glove. Who's number one, by the way? Uh, it is um, Ruiz who caught for the Phillies because he had you know. Uh, uh, Halliday, yeah, he had Halliday, uh, Cliff Lee there. Um, I don't know if they counted uh, postseason or not for because I think Ruiz caught that one um, 
a no hitter in the postseason. So I'm not sure if they counted that as, as, you know, part of that or not, but, but I mean, all of those accolades he's got and and so he can walk away. One thing I did catch kind of at the end of the press conference when, when he was asked, you know, what, what is your legacy? It was faith, family, um, and just being an all around good person to people. Uh, he, he also did mention, during it, he said, you know, baseball is cool. We, if you get a chance to play, I got a chance to play. That's great. But that's over. And now I have other things in my life to do. So it was kind of like, but but you wonder, you know, if he was in a situation where he still had a really good career, but didn't win any of these awards, didn't win any championships and was still playing for the Giants and none of this happened, but but he was still having a good career would he continue on? I, I don't know. I mean, three world championships in your first five years of playing baseball at the major league level um, is enough to make you say, well, everything else is gravy at this point. So I'm just going to continue on and, and work as hard as I can and, and, and work this pitching staff and, and do well. But yeah, it kind of got that feeling, you know, in the middle of it there that, that was like, okay, yeah, we, we know Buster Posey. We, we know that he is just a very, very down to earth guy. And, uh, and he's got this second chapter of his life. I mean, he talked about how they're going to be moving back to Georgia and uh, he's got family over there that hasn't even seen the twins because of all the COVID protocols for baseball. And, and again, a COVID we're in a COVID world and that changes a lot of people's um, values and, um, and goals in their lives and trajectory in, in their lives. And and I wonder if that, that did play quite a bit of a part in Buster Posey here to say, do I have to do another year of this testing and another year of staying away from people and not being able to travel? And when I come back, I put other people at risk. So I think he was just kind of like, okay, uh, if this is the world we're in, this is the path I'm taking now. So I want to read, I, I just, just some of the notes that I took from the, the presser. Um, yeah. He said that someone asked him or no, uh, he said he was thinking about what to say to the fans. And he said he's been thinking about it for the last week to 10 days, um, which was the first at least hint to us that this wasn't a decision that he just made yesterday. Right. Right. He said, I've been thinking about what to say to the fans for the last week to 10 days. So this is even before the question came out on when he decided, and, and we'll get to that. He said, um, uh, but, so Greg Johnson said that they want to keep him as part of the family. And this is uh, the son, not the, not the, the <laughs> owner who's getting a lot of hate, a lot, a lot of nastiness from the fan base, which, and yeah, side, and like, I, I, I completely get it because of some of the, some of the donations that he's making to uh, to some of these, uh, you know, so, so, uh, we, we could probably do a whole show on him. I, I don't really want to. <laughs> I don't but, want to either. So, yeah, yeah we, we, he needs he needs to get out of there. Yeah. Um, so then Farhan uh, asked Buster if it's if it's definite or for sure thing. And then he started laughing. And, and the reason why this was important is because. Larry Bear droned on for like 10 minutes. Yeah. And was just, and he, it's like, it's one of those speeches where, you know, that, that you would actually see in an SNL sketch where he just, it's like he, yes. he says something and then he goes, and then, and then he's got to think about what the next thing is. And then, and then, um, yeah, so, I'm kind of a Larry Bear 
tune out guy. <laughs> Usually when he gets going and the when when they win, you know, titles and this stuff and he starts talking, I'm like, all right, yeah, let's yeah, go. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, so then uh, Farhan also said that when he was hired, I, I almost sort of thought that maybe he was paying attention to social media a little bit because he said that when he was hired, people were calling him a mole for the Dodgers. And, you know, he's this, he's really a Dodger. He's not a true giant. And he said that it actually affected him. And I thought, I was like, wow, that just shows you what the, the power of social media, you know, these, the people who use social media in very negative ways, it does affect very successful people, you know? Yeah. Um, and then he said, Buster's one of the first people to reach out to him to have a discussion about baseball and when the team leader is that person, it, it shows you that he is with you and he supports you. So, uh, you know, he said that Cap has said that in the past. Like, that's how much Buster Posey is a leader of this team meant to these guys who are kind of coming in and they're not part of the family yet. And Buster, knowing what his role is, f- sort of forces it upon them to go, go okay. You ha- you are part of the family. Like, let's get in now. Like, that's how he he got far farhand to to feel comfortable. I yeah, that was pretty interesting. Yeah, absolutely. And that I mean, that's what you want from your team leader. And that's you know who who fills that void for the Giants going forward. I I know we have the captain. You know, but that's a persona, <laughs> right? That's a persona. That's not uh that's not really who Belt there he is. That's not really who Belt is. You know, he's not that kind of team leader. He is more of the jokey team yes. leader, which Keep is great. Loose. It, yeah, you, you need those guys. You need a couple of those guys on a team, and that's fantastic. And that it that is his leadership skill. That's how he is a leader. He is it, is it Crawford? Loose. It's I I would think it's got to be Crawford at this point. I mean, Crawford's got two years left at least. So, you know, do you go that route? You can't just bring somebody in as a free agent and say, okay, now you're the team leader. Well, it hasn't been around these guys for yeah. a long time. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's probably going to be Brandon Crawford going forward as you look to your guy as the face of the franchise. Yeah. Um, it doesn't doesn't hurt to have the kind of year that Crawford just had too, and and then end up being that guy. Um yeah, the, the other funny thing that uh, Farhan said was about the, uh, you know, when they were doing the manager search after Bochi and they, uh, you know, were kind of looking at odds books from Vegas of yeah. who the next manager would be. And uh, and one book came out and, and had Buster Posey at 10,000 to one odds to be that uh, guy. So he circled it and, uh, <laughs> you know, to be a player manager, actually, yeah, yeah, which, yeah, would, yeah, yeah. which would have been cool. We haven't had a player manager since Pete Rose, but to circle that, so he's circled that and sent that to Buster and he said, Hey, I found out how we're going to pay for Bryce Harper. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I thought that was a great story too. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, Buster basically said, well, there's people on there that are more qualified than me. Because <laughs> no, Buster is that, you know, he's the straight man. When it comes down to it, he's, he's the straight man. You got all the misfits, all the crazies, the belts around you. And, uh, and, and, and Buster Posey is that straight man that kind of yep. keeps things uh, on the straight and narrow. So yeah. And that's, and that's Brandon Crawford too. Um, one yeah, of the yeah. one of the things that uh, scared me a little bit is Zadie said that in 2020, when he looks at it in hindsight, he realized that the team was lost without Buster. Yeah, I was surprised that he said that because 2022 is also going to be without Buster. Yeah, 
And I don't know, you know, what you do now. The one thing about it, and you know, the free agency thing is going to happen. We don't need to talk about this today. We'll we'll have a whole off season to talk about it. But that's twenty two million, or actually nineteen million, because they're going to have to pay him the three million buyout, right? Um, or or did they even have to because he retired? I'm not yeah, sure good good question. Works. I don't know how that I, works. I'm either. sure they'll probably just say, "Here's three million. Thank yeah. you." You know, so the tack on whatever else they were going to have for free agency and you know add another 18 million or 19 million or 22 million whatever it is um the there does seem to be a void without him and you know it it kind of i wonder about this I, i wonder if you talk to the front office if you talk to the coaching staff did buster just keep everybody in the dark because you know, m- maybe, maybe they kind of sort of knew, um, and and you know, but but I just wonder because it would have been nice to have Joey Bart as the backup catcher while Buster Posey is playing, right? <laughs> yeah, it would have been well, nice for that mentoring to have happened. Yeah, that and remember our transition from Barry to Barry. Right. So the transition where Barry Bonds was starting to kind of not really decline, but you, his contracts were ending and yeah. you know, his, his many years of renegotiating, renegotiating. And then they go out and spend all that money on Barry Zito. So they have the Barry to Barry transition. You go from big guy to big guy. Yeah. Um, had they known a little bit earlier, maybe this off season would have been a little bit different. Would they have, gone after somebody and you know said here's a gigantic deal i honestly can't remember back to this off season who the big um who the big free agent was but had they known had buster said i'm playing out this contract and i'm done a couple of years ago would bryce harper have been the bigger of a push type of guy so now this off season is scherzer that guy um i mean but again like you said we could talk about free agency as it comes up but yeah um you know guys are already opting out guys are already becoming free agents um and so in a few days we'll find out a little bit more about who's going to be out there but will there be a bigger push this offseason for a gigantic huge named free agent um when there might not have been because buster posey was still there and then maybe next season that was going to happen. So that's kind of an interesting thing to look at this offseason. Farhan also said, um, no, actually, we got to that part. So then they started to um, to take questions from the media. Uh, Buster said that he came into this final season as if it could be his last. He never wavered from that. He's retiring because he wants to be able to do more stuff with his family from February to November. And again, it sounded like, pain tolerance and just general rehab that he seemed to be, maybe he was consistently doing to, to, to stay healthy uh, on the baseball field was, was probably a big part of that. Yeah. He said, they're going to move back to Georgia. Like you said, where his family is. Um, and again, n- n- the way that he played in 2021 did not really, uh, you know, didn't really affect his decision. I, I I almost feel like it maybe it validated his decision because uh, he played so well. He, yeah, he was he was he was awesome. 
Yeah, 100%. I think it did. I think that that allowed him. And he said it too in the press conference. I mean, this this allowed me to show myself that I could play at that level again. And I think walking away from that to say I can still do it is pretty awesome. I mean, we, we look at little things in our lives and, and I'm like, you know, I did a, a 30 minutes of hit exercise today <laughs> and I was super happy that I could still do it at 48 years old. So, this, you know, we look at the little things in our lives. He went through a 160 game season squatting you know they they kept him on uh you know on the regimen because they didn't know i think that's part of the thing too is they didn't know he they i think everybody kind of was in the dark a little it's, bit it did seem like that a little bit yeah or, they, or maybe maybe they kind of knew but they were hopeful that the success of the team plus his successful year um and that there there is something else to this which is i, I hear this a lot which is uh when you have young children you kind of play for them because you want them to see you play. Now, I don't know how old his other kids are. Obviously, the the, the two babies, you know, the, 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 he'd have to play for like five more years for them yeah, to really yeah. remember him playing. But that didn't seem to be a, a big deal to him. It was more, just more about the, the time that he was able to spend. So and, and to that, you know, we're both big family guys and uh and uh kudos to to him on that i um as a selfishly as a fan i'm gonna miss this dude a lot even though you know i would say his personality as a baseball player wasn't sort of like the the thing where i was like oh i want to hang out with that dude and that's kind of what you want out of your favorite players like lincecum was the like that star and he flamed out yeah but for whatever reason you know, it's very hard to break through to like my favorite players of all time. It's like Robbie Thompson, Barry Bonds, and for a long while it was Will. But Lincecum got into that into that top three because it was simply like you love that guy, you want to hang out with that guy, <laughs> and like you you just want to protect him. You know, when when he went yeah. down and when he couldn't pitch anymore, you're just like, oh, I wish I could give him my arm so that he could keep doing it. Right? Yeah. Buster wasn't like that. He was like nobody had to to do anything for Buster. He did everything. He was in charge. He was the leader. He, he, he didn't, uh, you didn't have any quotes that he may have made that you had to protect him from the media. Like he just did everything right. And you're like, ah, he's that, that, you know, I, I, he, he's who he is. He maybe he's too yeah. perfect for us to <laughs> to love as much, but as we that, got to and the that's end, a rare, that's a huge rarity in sports, right? Yeah. A gigantic rarity in sports. And as we got to this last season, he had the perseverance thing this year to where we did feel like, oh man, we got the, the, the life without him, where we sort of take it to you know, take him for granted. Life without Buster is not going to be fun. Let's put him in bubble wrap. And you know, you saw the, all the thank you, Buster stuff from the fans. I, I, I lean a little bit closer to like a Lincecum type for the personality of the players that I really enjoy. But, you know, you can't take anything away from Buster in the way that he dealt with his business on and off the field. Yeah. He, who it, here, Here's an argument, you know, just the idea that, um, you know, whether he makes the Hall of Fame or not, we'll have that discussion this year. I'm sure we had it last oh, year. Yeah. On the we'll show. have we'll, it for the next five years. Yeah, exactly. Right? <laughs> is is he the greatest, um, I guess, from draftee to uh, finish his career giant of all time. Cause you wouldn't include Barry cause Barry right. played the first few years with the pirates. Um, you know, Mays is New York. Um, 
McCovey too, right? Did McCovey get drafted or he signed with the Giants when they were still in New York? So it's yeah, like well, McCovey got traded to us also. So oh, did he? Yeah, he did. I believe I'm gonna have to look that up because I don't want anybody to yell at me. <laughs> <laughs> but but that's but that's an argument that I think we're definitely gonna have. Um, and so I guess the you know we could we can sort of end this uh, with with this and 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 I'll. I'll let you sort of take the last thing. But for me, I'm going to share a, a little story here. So Buster said that he, what he realizes is that people, uh, some young kids who got to see his entire career are not necessarily young kids anymore because of his yeah. span of, you know, from 2008 or seven when, or no, eight, when he, when he, when he got drafted to, to now, um, so I have, a, I have a similar story. So it is, I, I may, I'll probably have shared this before, but you know, we're, we're um, in San Jose, Buster Posey and Roger Kishnick are at uh, the Giants dugout. Buster's still playing for San Jose. And, you know, it's just kind of one of those things where you're like, do, am I like, do I need to really wait in line to go like meet somebody? But you know, my kids were young and that's kind of their dude, right? It's like Lincecum it's Bumgarner, it's Buster. Um, and so we go and we stand in line and exactly what they said, which is these kids. So I'm, I'm, I'm in the middle, but my son, who's uh, the taller one, uh, this is him when he's probably, I don't know, eight, eight years old, nine years old. And now he graduated from college over the, uh, over the spring and the younger one, you know, at this moment, he's probably eight or so, and he's a junior in college. So it's exactly what Buster said, right? Which is these kids who they uh, they grow up with you, and now they're adults, you know. So that's the longevity of his career, and that's kind of the perspective that he had. And then you have uh, poor old Roger Kishnick over here. I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's just hey I'm happy to be in this picture with Buster Posey I think well I mean you know he 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 was uh, <laughs> on a, a, a I would say he was a top ten prospect for them at that time too but he, he, he never was, he yeah. never made it but yeah. any last words from you as uh, you know as we get out of here short yeah. emergency podcast yeah exactly as you know as being as being older dude um you know we're we're both older dudes so it's it's harder for us like you said too I mean you, you bring up the kids he brings up the kids and stuff too. So it's a little bit harder for us to say, oh, you know, I remember Buster Posey when I was a kid. Now nah, we were old when he came. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're still. Well, I, I I know exactly where I was when I got the notification that he was coming up. You, you know, and I, I honestly don't. I remember I took a bunch of pictures of him at uh, Aces Ballpark in 2010, April, when he was here with Fresno. That's when they were, um, you know, the AAA club of the Giants. And I took a bunch of pictures and I was like, well, this is our guy. I mean, this is going to be our guy soon, someday. I didn't know like three months later he yeah. was going to be the guy. Um, and, and so I don't remember exactly where I was when it happened. Um, I was not a huge social media guy back then. Um, still not a huge social media guy now. Um, but I think it was probably one of those like MLB network or something. Mm -hmm. How I found out, um, or maybe it was during the Giants broadcast of that. I, of that I, night. I, I just landed in Vegas. Nice. I was in Vegas for, I, I want to say there was a UFC show that weekend that I attended and I get off the plane, you know, you unhook your phone from airplane mode yeah. and 
all the notifications. <laughs> and I was like, Buster Posey just got brought up to the Giants. And I was just like, yes. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, you because know, this is a whole story, this whole thing. Like, you know, Benji Molina's the catcher. Yeah. We got Buster waiting in the wings. Then they got to trade Benji to the Rangers, you know, and we have no, and we have no offense. I mean, the <laughs> offense was like, it was good enough, Yeah, but we, we all, all of us knew like, well, if we can add one more bat and we're like, yeah. well, we, we, we have one more bat. So yeah. yeah, why don't we add Buster? So that was, that was the whole thing. But yeah. So, I mean, he comes up and he plays his uh, 12 seasons and, and now he's gone and as Giants fans, we're going to move on and, and, and we're going to, you know, embrace all the next group of players and everybody else that comes in. But honestly, I can, I can tell you now, just like I can tell you with Will Clark and Barry Bonds and Lincecum and Bumgarner, there will never be another Buster Posey for no. us. That that's it. There's not going to be, I mean, Joey Bart could have a fantastic career and no offense to Joey Bart. I mean, he can have a fantastic career and win three world series and this and that, but who did it first? Yep. I, I mean, that it's always going to be that. So, um, he'll always hold a special place in our hearts. And, and, and I think that's, just awesome and that's that's what uh, you know being a fan of a sports team is all about uh just being able to look back and say man it, remember buster posey and remember the buster hugs and remember the framing pitches and remember the you know i'm so fast comments <laughs> and you know, just everything about the guy and and you know because we watched we watched timmy kind of fizzle out and 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 then bumgarner is pitching somewhere else yeah he's not he's not here anymore yeah he's not here anymore and Kane he kind of fizzled out a little bit too had a rough couple of last couple of seasons um but Posey finished on top on a 107 win team didn't we we didn't get that ring but you know the season that this team had and and I think he wants those memories too because what happens if he comes back next year and they win 83 games and he hits 270 that means he that means his war would have been 24 he's a 24 <laughs> win player that's true and then he'd be over and then then and then there would be nothing with the hall of fame would be like yeah he's got it so yeah yeah but yeah i don't know man. So, no so my dad had maize and people around his age also had marichelle and cepeda and then mccovey and then you and i had clark right. had matt williams had Thompson and then Bonds comes in there and then people younger than us like my kids it's Lincecum it's Bumgarner and it's Posey yeah and and I mean you could throw Crawford in there too because he's been such a stalwart with the team I mean you could look at that as as another guy that's been part of this so it's like it's like chipping off the block of an era, another chip comes off, but it's the biggest chip. I mean, yeah, that's, yeah. you know, all the chips that have come off so far, this is absolutely the biggest chip to come off. Um, I'll, I'll say real quick too, McCovey was drafted by the Giants, um, went a couple different places, San Diego, Oakland came back to the Giants. So, um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's a tough day. It's going to be a tough off season. It's going to be a brutal spring. Yeah. When we start spring and, the new team is put together. Um, how hard it's going to be for us, it's probably going to be a hundred times harder for him. Uh, or maybe not because this was his decision. So yeah. this was, he wasn't pushed out. There was nothing to that. And so it's going to be, it's going to be tough for him. Like he said in the press conference, it's, it's going to be different. Um, you're not going to know 
what it's going to be like until that day happens. Um, I'm talking to him. He's not going to, he's not going to have any idea what it's going to be like to walk away from something like this yeah. and what it's going to be like uh, when spring training starts until it actually starts. He can speculate all he wants to now, but he won't know until actually uh, it comes around. So. All right. We'll be back next week. Uh, like we mentioned, not in our normal time slot. We'll figure it out. I'll be in New York. I won't be back by our normal Monday recording, but we wanted to do this because, you know, this is big news. Emergency podcast here. Buster Posey retires. Uh, so for Brad, I am Double G. We will see you when we see you. Peace out. Peace.